Welcome back to another episode of the Panhandle Portland Podcast. My name is Chase Mendoza. I'm Stetson Mendoza. And I'm Aurelio Serta. And as far as what we have to talk about this week, it's basically just what we've been doing, essentially, and that's Dove. And uh, kind of getting some things ready for deer season, scouting, that type of thing, and we'll be doing a lot more of it as we get closer to it. But, yeah, we just kind of wanted to talk a little bit about I guess the bird hunting that we've been doing and yeah, kind of what's, what's going to be coming up with us and all that jazz. Yeah. So far, what's been a little different this year, I guess that we've been seeing on Facebook, social media and websites, whatever else is that dove really aren't flying. They've been pretty good so far. Uh, we just got done with the dove hunt today and we got, seven birds so, <laughs> so i guess that'll somewhat explain um that they are slowing down a little bit i they usually say opening weekends the best when they when they i guess the migratory birds really start coming in but there's always a late i don't know blooming i've had good luck in the mornings versus evenings but that one morning too they they were kind of just a hit yeah. and miss. Yeah, yeah, but even then, we ended the day with quite a few. 30 birds. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I I guess it's just, I mean, it, it does matter where you hunt. Of um, course. Exactly the, the area. And then also, it does matter um, what time it is, but. And how good you can shoot. Yeah, and how good you <laughs> shoot. <laughs> I mean, this time, we, we literally saw maybe seven birds or eight birds. And that's, by golly, what we got. But, um, I don't know. I guess it just depends uh, as far as when it's going to be. Because the, what am I trying to say? The the time. That's what I was trying to get. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm I'm going down a tunnel right now. I don't know what to say. But the time is the biggest thing. But before, it used to be first thing in the morning. And it used to be prime time, 4 to 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. 4 o'clock in the afternoon to 6 o'clock. They're flying, flying, flying. This year, it's like 7.30 until sunset. Yeah. And that's when they're starting to fly. At, and then in the morning, it's like 10 o'clock. So it's like yeah. it changed. Mm-hmm. And it's, instead of first daylight, they're flying. Now it's right when it's about to get dark. Yeah. And then um, they're flying later in the morning, which is good for some people on the weekend because they don't have to get up so early but yeah. then if you're trying to get a hunt in right before work i was gonna say we started our hunt at seven wasn't it yeah. on sunday started at seven and we got maybe like one or two and then right around it was like eight thirty eight thirty eight forty five 30 8 45 closer to nine and then that's where we got all of them coming along Mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i'm sure there is some science answer for the reason why everything's happening but who knows? Yeah. Radio, you don't know? No, I just think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just uh, very, very. Uh, observant. Observant this year. Learning. I don't know. I'm, I'm not even really learning because, I mean, we've done fun it every year. But, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm shooting more than I usually do. You know, I don't know what the deal is this year. Like every time I usually have one in my crosshairs, it goes down. But okay, I mean, I, I, I missed. I, I mean, I missed a couple, but 
last year. I didn't know your shotgun had a scope. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> like last year, it just it just wasn't as good last year for me, and I really didn't even dove hunt that much last year. But I think I waited until the end of September. The end of September is when I finally got my hunting license. It was the end of September. Yeah. So I really didn't do that much dove hunting last year. But this year, it's not it's not too bad. It's not great, but it's not bad either. You know, a lot of people are on social media right now saying that they're they're having a lot of trouble with with dove. And as far as us, we have the area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have the spots. It's just a matter of the timing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. getting out there and weather. Yeah. Today was hot and humid because we just had that rain, so no birds are wanting to fly. They'll probably fly around when it's dark. Yep. But. This is very true. So I was going to ask you, uh, do you use a paper towel or a toilet paper cardboard as your scope on your shotgun? <laughs> <laughs> and do you use duct tape or electrical tape so that's black and it matches? <laughs> <laughs> I just use whatever we can. Oh, okay. <laughs> there just you gotta, go. We just got to make shift. That's the panhandle Portland way. Yeah. Make it work. Yeah, because that, that janky 20 gauge that only holds one shell doesn't right. even have uh, sights on it at all. It doesn't have the BB. Which one? Or the 20 gauge that Abigail has. Oh, really? No. It's just that's just That's just skill. That's just, you know. I mean... Yeah, I can't. I can barely hit anything with it. Well, Abigail, Abigail's like, "Man, what is going on?" And then she shoots my twelve gauge, and I'm like, "That's what's going on." So, <laughs> for one, you're shooting a twenty gauge, and for two, is that it doesn't have any sights or anything. I think a lot of it too is, um, uh, it's just very hard to find shotgun ammo here. Yeah, too. So that I is mean, one thing we ran into. Yeah. Also. When we do have it, like we're. If we're gonna shoot, we make sure we're cautious. When before, when we used to, we'd just unload a whole box on one bird, <laughs> pretty much. So now, now we have to be conservative. Now we have to be super. So now we're overthinking our shots yeah. because we're scared to waste ammo. So I don't know. I'm still yeah. blasting, and then I run out. <laughs> <laughs> and then we search everywhere, and then there's no ammo anywhere. Academy's out. Everywhere's out. Um, so there's. And that. I don't know if that's. Because of the economy or because of the government or what the deal is. Because shotgun shells have always, every year, been yeah, just by the pallets. Mm-hmm. And they are getting them by the pallets. But I also, another thing that we shouldn't be complaining about, but is that uh, the skeet hunters. I've heard that there's been a bunch of people post-COVID that have been more excited about getting out and learning new things. And the big thing is skeet. Oh, gosh. Yes. And so tons of people are, because I've seen tons of people at Academy. They're just showing up. They're like, um, so I'm looking for shotgun shells. And it's like, okay, well, they're right over there in the ammo section. Could you show me what they look like? And so it's, it, you can obviously tell it's new people and they're going to be skeet shooters because they're not going to be And as far as skeet, what size is legal? I don't, I don't want to, I don't have my hunting license yet. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what time of year do skeet fly? <laughs> they fly year round, son. 
You're around, buddy. So that answers the question about the shotgun shells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's dang skeet shooters in their avocado toast, driving their Subaru Outbacks. <laughs> Doesn't mean they're hipsters because oh, they want to oh, shoot. Okay, skeet. I thought I thought I thought that all tied to the same. I thought like the whole golfer skeet. Those are just the type of people that hunters are supposed molding. to hate or avocado <laughs> toast Subaru Outback driving people. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they all tied into those are our together. enemies. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. But opening day was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had Rusty out here. Not Rusty. Rusty wasn't here. Uh, Zach was here with uh, his family reunion. Um, <laughs> and then uh, had me, Chase. Yeah. <laughs> and and then, Brandon was here, too. And actually, Brandon was here, yeah. too. That was that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. An original Panhandle Portland member. Shout out. Was here. Rip. We should have recorded. Yeah. We should have done that with all four of us. That would have been pretty cool. It would have been like him handing the torch to your radio. Because I even talked to him. No, Brandon would be like, orange. no. Because yeah. I even talked to him about his, I don't know if it was his shotgun or what, and he was sitting there explaining it to me, and I, I just looked at him, I was like, avocado toast, man. And he was just like, what? And I was just like, I just nodded my head and just said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. And my dad was there. Yeah, he was there. The only too. one that was basically missing, because Abigail's there too, so the only one basically missing out of the so called crew that we created on the first deal mm-hmm. was Steven. And Brant. And Brant. Yeah. yeah. Steven and Brant. Yeah, I've been avoiding Steven like a plague. Um. <laughs> Yeah, you just throw that out there. <laughs> like I love it, man, but, but like he's got that like plague, plaguey look, like that plaguey feeling. <laughs> he just wants all my players on fantasy, so I'm just like, no, I can't do it. Like, hey, man, how's hunting season going for you this year? He's like, hey, man, will you trade me these players? And I'm just like, <laughs> all right, man. Talk Have you later. been out scouting? Yeah, I've been scouting for football players. Yeah. I've been scouting for I've Devontae been scouting Adams. I've team for some trades. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. It's hard. I don't even know if he's bought a hunting license. Has he bought one? Uh, usually every year it's kind of one of those deals. He's... So he's grown up being like the rest of us where we've we've been somewhat raised on hunting, but then also like we jump into hunting as far as the Panhandle Portland way, going and doing public land hunts, working your ass off to hunt. That's the way he's been. He's he's the one that taught me how to spot and stock. And then now, like last year, I don't think he bought his license until they went to a paid down south guided yeah. hunt. It's like, man, he's one of the big guys now. Avocado toast. He's on. Yeah. <laughs> he's moved on up. He hopped into a Subaru Outback and moved on up. <laughs> yep. And so him and his son went and hunting the, and that's whenever he got his license. But as far as over here, back here at this Portland boys. Right. He's too good for us, I guess. Those hard-working Portland boys are just trying to find some sponsorships to make it a little bit easier. <laughs> Right. At least I'll pay for ammo, man. That's 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 the thing too. Yeah, that would be nice. 
That way, it's something that you don't, we, you, you me, and Stetson wouldn't have, you know, to worry about. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a big thing that stops us too. It's like, oh yeah, we don't have the ammo. Like, we can't do anything. No, really. for sure. But like, that was actually one thing that I was talking about with you know somebody at work where they were like, "Are you, are you trying to make hunting a living?" I'm like, "Well, what hunter doesn't want to get paid to hunt? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Yeah, that that's a silly question. Yeah, but it's like you know one of those things where it's like, are you, am I trying? to do the podcast like whenever i whenever me and stetson first started talking about doing this you know years ago and we talked about the podcast and the youtube channel and what we had you know what we were foreseeing we didn't really have money on our mind it was just the, it, the same thing as all the other hunting youtube channels like whatever they say is we're watching the outdoor channel and the shows just weren't what we do yeah so we were like, well, let's do what we do and let's, you know, bring it to a wider audience. I mean, we were cursed. I call it the streaming curse. If you, if anybody out there listens and watches, you know, uh, video game streamers or any type of that stuff, they can, I talked about it last year, they can pass any level, but the moment they hit record, they always fail. And it's just it's just a streaming curse, and that's what we that's what I think of 2020. It was like because we we always had success, we were always taking stuff down, and the moment we started this thing and kicked it off 2020, Abigail held the torch. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, this season now, you know, Abigail got her pronghorn, I got my pronghorn. Well, I got that dough last year too. You got the dough, yes, he did. <laughs> but I mean, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. We, so far, we never, knock on wood, yeah. but we are. We finally on the got over right, that slump. Like, even on yes. dove season, it may not be great, but we're still finding time yeah. where all yeah. three of us are actually together mm-hmm. yeah. and hunting, and yeah. we got to try to just keep going down that exactly. hole and just start killing stuff as we're going. And so it's like, as far as sponsorships, it's not necessarily looking for any of those to like you know try to try to get paid. It's not necessarily that. Like, if it ends up happening that way, that's awesome. But sponsorships can just make it so much easier for us to hunt since we work. And that's our whole thing is we're just everyday people just hunting in the panhandle, whether that be Oklahoma or Texas. But that's just kind of our whole bread and butter. And if anything kind of fits into that and has to, they have to fit into our thing. But, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like we're not looking for it if it happens and it fits us oh hell yeah we'll take it but yeah. we're not you know we're not trying to you know be rich and famous mm-hmm. we're not trying to be meat eater or right. anything like that and have a netflix show we're just trying we're to have just, a good time yeah exactly. we're just trying to raise our kids the, right the way, way that we were raised and just have a good time doing and it. uh like what what i just recently found out is i was talking to a game warden he gave my wife citation that's another thing we found out is that your hunter education in the state of texas 17 and up it is required regardless mm-hmm. we are still kind of on the fence when a radio was harassed but um, yeah. now it kind of is hook line and sinker that 17 and older i was by the way i wasn't harassed my civil rights were violated okay <laughs> oh. so, <laughs> so but anyways, if, anyways so <laughs> if you have a hunting license a texas hunting license if you do not see your he uh and then the colon, and then the number, then you need to look into it if you're over the age of 17, or have your paperwork for it. If you have, you need to have previously, like, 
let's say to the year 2000 in present uh maybe around 2015 if that's the time that you took your hunter education and it does not show on your license then you need to call um as far as in the panhandle there's a certain number but you need to call the texas parks and wildlife department basically that is in your general county Mm -hmm. call them and tell them if you can get a printed copy of your hunter education because if it is not on your license because my wife it was not showing on her hunting license but um she did have it and so since she didn't have the card she was holding then that's where she got the citation so she you either need to have your hunter education card on you or on your hunting license Mm -hmm. It'll be on your Texas license for sure. It'll be on the right-hand side of your name and information. It'll say HE for Hunter Education, and then it's going to have your Hunter Education number. If it does not have that, then you better have your card on you. Mm-hmm. And so that is from here on out, no matter what, in the state of Texas, 17 and older, you have to have your Hunter Education. Mm-hmm. And there was something else that I was going off about, about finding out with the game warden. Uh, I was also going to say, too, that on that, uh, what is it, uh, Texas Parks Parks and Wildlife Recreation, I think it's like .org or something. I think anything like that is .org. But if you go on there where, where you're going to actually go for your hunter's education course, if you feel like you've taken it before, you can actually go back on there onto the website, look up your, your name and stuff, and usually that stuff will come up and you're able to print it off. Like mine's a print off, mm-hmm. and I carry that with me all the time. Um, because mine's actually like how Abigail's is, is mine's not on the actual hunting license. Yep. It's an actual printout. Um, and I just cut it out of the paper, and then there you go. I have it with me with my hunting license. Because, so yeah. Cause, I was going to uh, say, mine, I had to get a reissue, and they I got the reissue. This is whenever I was in Colorado. Because in Colorado, you have to show your, uh, your hunter safety card to buy a tag. You have to. See, and this, and one's, so, this one's really fancy. Like mine's just a. I had paper. to. I had to go in for a reissue, and <laughs> then they sent me. Toast. They sent me this one in the mail through the state of Colorado. So technically, mm-hmm. mine is the state of Colorado, but out of state works in any state. We all the states go through the same hunter education program, so any state is valid for any state. If that makes sense. Actually, I think because uh, I was actually looking that up when you guys were talking about it. It is actually true what he's saying that it is every state. Except for California. For some reason, California's a little oh, really? where you have to get it in California. That's that avocado toast, bro. Yeah. Those so, liberals. Yeah. <laughs> those liberals. They, the, the, those, guys don't want to, yeah. <laughs> those guys don't want you just shooting guns in Silicon Valley. There's okay, actually pretty nice mule deer in California. Did y'all know that? We can go to California. There's actually, there's actually like, good... It, there's, there's desert. It's almost like, in South Texas, the Pecos area... But then also like in Arizona, so where you start having like the timber in the mountains stuff, California has best of both worlds, and they actually have really good mule deer. We'd be like Beverly Hills, Beverly Hillbillies going in there. Hell yeah! Or like uh, what, what? What's that? And this would be actually really fun to do. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. Good, I'll good. pull a Kanye, and you can finish in a second. <laughs> but you can also spearfish there in California, and there's a regulating how many how many fish that you could take down with a spear. Nice. So that would be just fun to do, just in general, is to go spearfishing for, like, a week. <laughs> yeah, but it reminds me, too, of that movie. What's that movie with uh, the two cowboys that go to the city? 
Cowboy Way. Urban. Yeah, Cowboy yeah. Way. Cowboy Way. With Pepper. <laughs> and I think it has Ke- Kiefer Sutherland in it. Yeah, Free and uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson, yeah. yeah. That's what it's going to be like. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty funny. I bet most of you don't even remember that movie. Love that movie. Y'all be hunting Mildred, I'll be hunting liberals. No. <laughs> <laughs> easy, easy. Oh, That's just recorded. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Hey, we have a shooter in Amarillo. Chill. Oh, <laughs> yeah. If 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 nobody knows, we do have an active shooter in Amarillo, Texas. Oh my god. And Which, we live in a what is it? A red state, and in the town where diehard conservatives, and for some reason nobody can take this zombie down. Hmm. Well, I mean, our state is mostly red. no, but it matters. It matters about I think it's all the big cities. The situation. Now. All the big cities are blue now. Yeah. So, but I don't want to get into politics. Let's let's stay. Yeah, that's not our. That's, Anyways, back to back politics. to politics and government. No, I was talking to the game warden, <laughs> and he was telling me that he thinks that more people do need to get involved in hunting, if not like hunting related mm-hmm. issues, because. The him, yeah, because him and all his game warden buddies were having a conference talk, whatever, and they're talking about how the Second Amendment could be in jeopardy, and what more to make to fuel the Second Amendment is having more hunters back it up, mm-hmm. and they're, they're just they're just trying to find more hunters to be more involved in hunting. So if it ever comes to that time where people have to actually fight for their right to hunt. There's going to be a cavalry of people wanting to hunt and fight for their right to hunt, which is Second Amendment. If it ends up starting to go out the door, then hunting's going to go out the door. And so yeah. that's something that we need to keep in mind. That's why we constantly preach that people need to get more involved in hunting. Yes, we do, bitch, and we complain yeah. that oh, everybody's on public land, everybody and their dog are out there hunting and all this and everything else. Well, I mean find find private land and just learn how to pay as far as in work and learn how to pay yeah. as far as in you know respecting the land and explaining to farmers and ranchers that hey there's people that really would like to hunt and which in case other people in case people forgot we do do private land cuz our whole thing is panhandle portland we either hunt public or we will teach you ways to get private land for cheap, <laughs> yeah, like that's not exchanging labor that's is not, what we yeah, talked about it, last yeah, year. Exchanging labor, if it does happen to be a lease, it's one of those deals that farmer has land that they're just plowing and cropping. They don't want the deer. The point they don't is, want we antelope. go about it the cheap, cheap They don't. Way. They find deer and antelope as a nuisance, and so we just find loopholes into helping. Mm-hmm. I scratch your back. You should let me hunt. Mm-hmm. Those situations, you fix fence. You know, you the key is them. we don't pay to hunt. Other yeah. than, you know, Our ammo and licenses and, license and yeah. all that stuff. But we don't pay for the land or the animal. But. And if we do pay, it's in the meat that we get mm-hmm. from the animal, you know? Like, mm-hmm. we, like Stetson makes deer jerky. Um, or, you know, we'll just give them, like, deer steaks or something like that. Yeah, because you know I mean? we've, so. we've had a landowner that gave my dad permission to hunt for years. And... Um, he would just say every year he'd just be like mm-hmm. I'm, I just want to see my jerky yeah. and so my dad would just make him like trash just give me a taste like <laughs> trash bag fulls like it'd be gallon bags full every year of jerky oh, no. just giving it to him giving it to him because that's what he loved 
And so he's just like, y'all can keep on coming and harvesting these deer. He's like, as long as I get jerky. And so my dad's like, yes, sir. And so we were blessed with that. And that was good. And that's actually the first land that your dad was teaching you hunter safety. And he yeah. fired off around in uh, the air. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, so the key thing is to make sure the safety's on. <laughs> all right, let's pack up, boys. <laughs> yeah, it's already done. We already scared all the deer. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> now, one thing we need to look into, because there are some states that do, whenever you're talking about, you know, uh, getting people into um, into hunting, I think it's starting younger. Yeah. Get kids into hunting, build that love for it. That way, by the time they're old enough to hunt by themselves, then it's what they want to do. In some states, like Oregon and Colorado, they do a youth program. So, for instance, like I have Woodrow, right? This this is my four-year-old son. So whenever he hits a certain age, he can be in the youth program, and I can actually sign up Stetson or Aurelio. You know, I can sign up, let's just say, for example, I can sign up YouTube. So... If I'm not ever able to take him and you guys, like if I'm at work and I'm working overtime and you go like, hey, there's a big buck over here. I think it would be perfect for Woodrow, you know, whatever. As long as you, as long as uh, you are written down as, it's almost like a, like almost like a legal guardian. You can go and you can pick him up and he can shoot anything legally as a youth as long as he's with the two people that mm-hmm. signed up. And it's a way to get kids, you know, more into hunting and it's, it's a youth program. Colorado has one. I know Oregon has one. And those are the only two states I know of. But I know that some states are starting to try to bring that in. And I wonder if Texas does. Like, I don't know. I don't know. We need that to would, look into that. That would be something yeah. that would be really awesome. Because it's like, hey, I'm working. You know, pick up pick up my kid. Yeah, go. Take him. Go get his deer. That's awesome. So what you're saying is in, like, Colorado, since our kids aren't old enough, if we want to hunt, we just need to drive over there, knock door to door, and be like, hey, does your kid want to go hunting with me? <laughs> or Brandon can sign up. Yeah. Because he still lives so in So Brandon can go door to door and be like, hey, so do you have a kid? Like, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yes? Why are you asking? <laughs> can I take him hunting? <laughs> That's not creepy. I mean, but, but, but anyways, we're like, hunting. back to the game warden thing. Like, um, Abigail ended up getting that citation, but she got it dismissed because. She ended up having her oh, yes. education course. It's almost like a... But okay. one of the, one of the yeah, things... Yeah, after the judge harassed her. Yeah, well, that, that's part me. of it, too, is that, like... Did I tell like, her that? Like, no. the, the thing with that is, is, like, yeah, hunting is, is almost a, a dying tradition at this point because there's not a lot of people that you see out there that are in a younger generation that want to get into hunting. You know, all they want to do is twerk on TikTok or whatever it is. And, with their avocado toast. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but... But when you get somebody that's actually like, maybe I'm kind of into this, and then a game warden goes out there and harasses you like that, you know what I mean? Like, it kind of turns people away. Even though that game warden wanted, you know, to encourage, you know, that... Rightful hunting. Lawful, yeah, yeah, lawful, lawful, hunting. lawful hunting. And don't get me wrong, like, I understand that, that, uh, that uh, he, you know, he's trying to uphold hold that law, but at the same time, like, you know, even like a, a strict warning or saying like, no, put your gun away. Like you can't. You guys are done for the day. Go ahead and get out of here. You know what I mean? Like, don't let me see you out here shooting again uh, until you get that taken care of or something like that. You know what I mean? But he you wasn't know, like that. In, instead, you know, you just get 
well, here's a citation. And if you're already at the point where some, some hunters are, where they're like spending their last dollar on a box of ammo that they freaking, it took them forever to find, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then you go out there and then you have to deal with that. Then it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, you know, maybe this, this isn't worth it. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, but also getting into hunting, one thing that you should do is read the regulations Mm -hmm. and it even states in the regulations in the regulation book that regulations can change and it is up to the hunter mm-hmm. to know the new regulations. Yeah. Most yeah. most so game wardens know per se, but most game wardens that I have dealt with, my heart doesn't start pounding when I see them. When I see police and all that when they're coming up, I don't know why. I guess it's just a natural instinct. That's probably why everybody hates the police. Because <laughs> you don't like the blue, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Of which I do back the blue. So oh, yes. Just of course. to clear that up. Yes. But, that was a joke. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but We're a comedy podcast. Yeah. What? <laughs> but um, game wardens, like, usually when they drive up, I'm not that nervous. That's the point where you need to be. You need to be where. You think you have your ducks in a row, mm-hmm. and it's okay because most game wardens, if they can at least tell that you're at least trying, because I was talking to the game warden whenever he pulled me over, and I said, I assumed, I looked it up, mm-hmm. and I assumed that as long as you're with somebody of legal age that has a hunter education, you can hunt with them. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, yeah, it's up to the age of 17. He's like 17 and older. Before it used to be just anybody, but now mm. seventeen and older, you have to you you're permitted to have your you're yeah, required to have, yeah. to have your hunter education. But and, and so and, and, I wasn't so nervous about it when he mm. rolled up. I was like, "Hey, what's going on? How's it going?" Shook his hand. We're sitting there chit chatting. Showed him my license. Showed him my shotgun. Had a plug in but it. Honestly, with the with the hunter's education thing. That citation, I don't necessarily take personal, mm-hmm. but um, because of the fact that it's almost like getting pulled over without insurance. Yeah. yeah. All you have to do is go to the court, prove that you had insurance mm-hmm. at the time of the citation, and yeah. it's all gone. So that's basically all that Abigail, you know, yeah. did. But what we're saying but, but, is, you but, know, but, but hold on, hold on, no, right no, no. Now. but like, what, <laughs> I'm not saying that that uh, that following the regulations and all that stuff. Sure, we'll, we'll do that. What I'm saying though is that. Why is it that 90% of the time we, we have an interaction with a game warden, there's always a citation? Well, because you know what I mean? it's yeah, but they're trying, hey, we're trying to say that it's okay, and we mm. want game wardens, they, they'll, <laughs> they may give you the citation, but they're trying to help you learn how the lawful way to hunt. And I know that a lot of people are like, I'm not going to hunt anymore because I don't want to be dealing with that. Well, you probably shouldn't be hunting anyways because you're already trying to avoid breaking the law. And so if you want to get into hunting, get into hunting the right way, and a game warden is going to be lenient with you. Is where we're getting at. And yeah. honestly, radio's like, he's no, already done hunting because no, over, he's tired like, of The fact that you're only getting citations is a good thing. In Colorado, the and I use this as an example, the game warden that I ended up becoming really good friends with over there in Brush, Colorado. He, I called him and I was like, hey, I have a list of questions. Is it all right if I bug you for like an hour and I just ask you all these questions? He's like, sure, show up on Friday. I'm not that busy. 
you're golden. And so that's what we did. And we just started talking and we kicked it off and he was answering all these questions and he was really happy that I was doing that. He's like, not a lot of people do this, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then we started talking about what can happen if things are bad. In Colorado, that dude was saying that there was one time, basically they shot a cow. They shot a cow elk and they only had a bull elk tag. So what did they do? They took the entire vehicle, all the guns, all the ammo, the trailer, and the animals, and they all confiscated them and left them on the side of the road, and those ended up getting reselled in an auction. They couldn't have any of it. That's what Colorado will do to you. So be happy that in some situations you're only getting a citation because they're stopping you from what can happen. And that's way worse. Yeah. So here, here's one thing. And they can't. And technically, they can't hunt in Colorado anymore. They can no longer uh, buy a hunting license because they were out of staters. They can't buy a hunting license in their own state because they got a hold of the other state that their their home state. No. Here's here's what the game warden told me. What can happen? He was like, "So your wife doesn't have her hunter education?" I was like, "Yeah." He, I was like, "Well, she does," which is basically later on but not at the moment later on down the road he'd find out that we'd fight it in court and we'd get everything back but he told me he said what can happen is your wife does not have her hunter education correct correct and so he was saying that he can possess anything that she any bird she shot at that moment and then any history that he could find out since her being 17 until then, she's already shot. She shot that monster whitetail, monster mealy, all this other stuff. He can possess. So oh, all wow. those mounts, all that money you spent, all the guns, all the equipment, everything. Yeah. She is hunting illegally in the state of Texas because mm-hmm. you're required to have a hunter yeah. education. He, in his right, can take all of it. All of it. Everything and, that, in and, and that's to what that. he was saying. He was like, so you told me last year that she shot this buck here, here, here. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, me and him, I thought we were good old friends. And so I'm telling him everything in the book, and he's like, I could literally take all of it. But mm-hmm. he didn't because he took our word that she previously had it. Mm-hmm. If she did not have her hunter education before, and he wanted to be a quote-unquote dick, he could have taken been way worse. everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he should... In some ways, yeah, you shouldn't always jump to the citation. It's the same thing with cops. You know, you have a bad day, you're speeding, you lose track, you're lost in a song, something like that. You're singing No Scrubs. <laughs> you know, yeah. who knows? Same and thing you get pulled line. over, I you passed... have that one dude that can just be a complete jerk and get you for everything. Or you yeah. have that guy that could be like, hey, it's fine. You know, here's, you know, here's just a little mm-hmm. ticket or here's, you know, just a warning. You can have those guys. So... All I'm saying is, yeah, I think it's really lucky that she got just a citation because yeah. it can always be worse. And that's the key thing is with, with game wardens and that type of but stuff. But that's life. It can always yeah. be. Yeah, with life, it can saying. always be worse. Like me, I mean, I was a truck driver for a little bit, and I was driving through Oklahoma City headed westbound to Amarillo, and I passed, I think it's El, it's El Reno? What is that one right outside of Oklahoma City? Either way, they have a way station. Mm-hmm. And so, like you were saying, that's just what all of a sudden clicked in my head. You said Lost in the Song. So, Garth Brooks, Thunder Rolls <laughs> oh, comes yes. on. 
and it was right at the part where it just started and the thunder rolls. And as soon as did that, I just start. I mean, belching. I'm just going hard at it. Dashboard karaoke. I passed the way station. And I'm just sitting there just singing my heart out and I open my eyes and I look in the rearview mirror and boom, I see lights. And I was like, oh, shit. So I just pulled over and he said, do you realize that you passed the way station? I was like, I'm going to be honest with you, officer. <laughs> and so I told him the exact story and he said, that's fine. He said, can you just please just circle up? And so, and that's it. We just circled up. He weighed me. I passed and I went on about my way. But I was lost in the song. Yeah. But that's what happens. Is but, there's cops. There's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, highway patrol, game wardens, you name it, law enforcement in general. Of course, you're going to run into those altercations, but don't let that stop you yeah. from hunting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly... Radio's going to say otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was, gonna, I was just going to say, and honestly, being a CDL driver, what... What's one of the worst things that can happen for skipping a way station? A lot can a lot. fucking happen. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for using that word, but a lot can happen. So, I mean, in in some ways, yeah, a cop can, I mean, a game board could totally harass you. Yes, you're right. Just like cops can, too. I was like, but... Yeah. It, it, it could have been worse. Mm-hmm. So, Raven, what were you saying? <laughs> Nothing. We basically tried to shut him down. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Like you guys just completely shut me down. Well, because we're trying. But, that's but what... my experiences have been different from your experiences. So I mean, you guys have one way of doing it, and then but has I, that made I, you I, stop I... hunting? No, 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 no. That's just me personally. Yeah. But okay. that that's also because of you guys. Like you guys pushed me back into it. Like yeah, like it's a lot of fun. We we can do this and that. You know what I mean? Like that's fun. But if I didn't have you guys, like. Most of the time, like, they'd be out of there, dude. They're, they're done. You're like, done hunting? Yeah, okay. you're done. Well, then, let's use this as a thing. If there are any listeners out mm-hmm. there that kind of feel the same way, mm-hmm. there's always time to reach out to us. And we actually, our friends, uh, Jeremy is his name, right? Over there in Aquatree County? Jeremy Schwab. Yeah. Game warden over there. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Maybe we'll try to get him on the podcast. And we actually have, we actually have family, too. Yeah. And so, so Joe, Joe Bland, he's, we can, he's a family member. And maybe so. that's something that we need to do is get a game warden on here and, you know, Loosen talk it up. out. Yeah. Yeah. And, kind of bring out everything because. We need to find a way to reach that out because those people, they're already done hunting. They're not going to listen to a hunting podcast. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, the, you know, there may be some people on the fence like Aurelio, like so, Aurelio said, and has there's, the there's two friends like me and you. And they're like, hey, look, <laughs> we're going to show you this podcast. Listen. Mm-hmm. That it's okay. I think that happen. I think that is honestly something that we should probably do, just to kind of clear the air. We could talk regulations. We could talk about things that are widely overlooked. Yeah. And just as a hunter, what is the one thing that you get? Like almost like a blinker ticket. Like what is the one thing that you usually come upon with somebody that they just completely overlook, mm-hmm. and just start from the start from the ground and work our way up? Because I don't know if I've been talked in season one or not, but I actually went to college i got my associate's degree in criminal mm-hmm. justice and i was on my way to be a game to my bachelor's degree to go to utah boot camp and become a game warden yep. and i just didn't proceed with it and so there's a little knowledge on the table but then also things change one of those deals that everything changes yeah. constantly constantly mm-hmm. 
And that's the, all they have, it's, it's so easy. All they have to put is just, it is up to the hunter to know the new regulations. Right. But see, and, and see, my thing though is, is like, I've never had a problem with the regulations or anything like that. My thing is, is you've had problems with law enforcement. I've always had problems with authority, even growing up. Like I've always had problems with with authority. Now, is it because you're now, brown? No. Well, Welcome to therapy corner. Yeah, you want to talk it, about it, it might be because of that. No, no. But uh, my experience was different from Abigail's experience. You know what I mean? Like in y'all's case, you guys were educated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, are, are are game wardens doing that, or are they just writing citations out? Are they educating people on? how you should be hunting or are they just saying you need to pay See, this and, ticket, and honestly I mean? that's something to bring up to another game board mm. because it's the same thing with cops you yeah. know it's like what you know with the whole and i hate to do the whole political thing but it's like whenever there's a shooting a cop shoots somebody or does some overly aggressive stuff that type of thing and it's like okay you have the one bad cop mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that they're all bad Right. It just really sucks that, for instance, you've gotten a lot of the bad game wardens. <laughs> that does not mean that they're all bad. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I've ran into game wardens, like, being younger, I remember we were, you know, hunting with my dad, and I remember running into a game warden that he basically told us, like, how you were saying. Like, he was nice about it, but I remember hearing his tone of voice of, no, you guys are done, get in your vehicle, Go home. I don't want to see you guys hunting anymore. And, like, honestly, like, looking back on it, it could have been way worse. And that's my whole thing with Game Wars. Mm-hmm. It could always be way worse. Unless you're in jail, it could be a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. But what? also, hearing the tone of voice, yeah, I was like, there was a time where I was scared of Game Wardens. But once I got older and I reached out and I talked and... They saw that I was going this way, so they met me halfway. And that's the whole thing is, you know, make yourself almost just kind of make yourself vulnerable. Like, hey, like I thought that this is correct. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. Please educate me yeah. and let them educate you. A lot, Don't... a lot of game wardens, the way you explain it, Yeah, I did a ride-along with the game warden, and he was telling me high-strung. He was like, okay, so a police officer said he pulls over a vehicle – or he walks up to a person, there's about, maybe, about a 30, 70 chance that he's got a firearm on him, that he, he, she knows, knows how to use it. A game warden, about 100%, or about 95%, they have a firearm on them. That's the reason why you are approaching their vehicle. That's the reason why you are approaching them. He says, so the stress is already skyrocketed mm-hmm. because you know that they have a firearm and they know how to use it because they are hunting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he said we have to be somewhat aggressive and we have to also be on our toes. And so he said, yes, we'll come off as bad guys, but let give us about five minutes and we're going to change our attitude. Yeah. Talk to him. Mm-hmm. And just talk to us because... For one, we are trying to figure you out, and we are trying to figure out where that firearm is, or if not, we are trying to figure out if you are the aggressive type type suspect. 
And so that's one thing that the one game, and that's where I woke up and I realized that's why that game warden that harassed you, he came up to me, and the first thing I did is I was like, hey, how's it going, officer? Like, mm-hmm. here's my this, this, this. I'm trying to give him everything before he comes to me because I already know that yeah. he is – already been dealing with some Mexican <laughs> earlier exactly. which is a radio exactly. make yourself vulnerable yeah <laughs> give everything before they ask for it make yourself vulnerable hey here's all of my stuff here's what we're doing there yes I'm poaching no <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry no. <laughs> so we should change your name to the panhandle poacher okay <laughs> <laughs> That's aggressive. But not exactly. So does that change your mind radio? Or no, you... oh. no, no. If, if, if they're that high strung and they're, they're worried because of the job, 95% of the people have guns, then why are you doing that? You know what I mean? There's many other jobs you can choose because from. Because who else is going to do it? Exactly. You know, there, there's, there's people that are specially trained for certain situations that can handle certain situations. Like one example is the guys who turn the keys or used to turn the keys. Now it's just a button. Used to turn the keys to launch nukes. They would test them and see if they're able to, to do this type of job. You know, if you're that stressed out about it, then you need another career and you're going to be a dick about certain things and go find another job. I know, but at the end you know of the mean? day. Because you're, you're throwing, you're throwing, you're over here worried about the next generation coming up wanting to be able to hunt but you're also scaring them off you know what i mean at the same time so So, the first time you got a speeding ticket did it make you stop driving no okay then why should it stop you from hunting but the guy wasn't a dick and said sir (laughs) step out of the vehicle i'm just all i'm saying is you know know what i mean like that there's 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 differences we need to get it we need to get a game my my experience with with i don't even know like that was probably like the third or second time dealing with the game warden that second time is the time where like weren't we dealing with him fishing he was he was really like he was a dick a genuine dick you know what i mean and ever since then like every game where like you interaction, can see the nuts and everything <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like every interaction after extreme that. explicit yeah. part two goodness gracious <laughs> But like every interaction after that is just it's it's either been it's either been negative it's oh it's always been negative, you know what I mean. And I'm sorry that that happened. Mm-hmm. That really sucks because it would really suck to be passionate about something and yep. have you know that negative. But I'm so sorry, radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, like seriously, that I mean that does that does suck because you know it's it was kind of like uh, I'm coaching my son's pee wee team. And we had a coaches meeting, and they were talking about how they will not stand for aggressive coaches. So growing up the way that I did, super aggressive. Super aggressive. They yeah. grab onto your face mask and bring you in and almost spit in your face. They're screaming they're yelling at, you, at you. They're yelling at you. Well, they did a statistic in eighty. It was like seventy to eighty percent of kids by the time they make it up to seventh grade, where you can actually play for your hometown don't want to play football because they're already burnt out because of a bad PE, a peewee coach. And I'm like, that makes sense because there were so many kids that didn't want to play because they had a bad peewee experience. Like that makes sense. And so they're like, we do not stand for it. If you are, if you are seen as being aggressive, then you will no longer be a coach and you have to ref for three games before you can be a coach again. Like just to have to deal with it, to be able to go back. And it's like, 
They shouldn't just let him be a coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. But, but also, you do need some of that aggression. Like, you need uh-huh. that balance. Well, yes, but also at the same point, like, I'm coaching four- and five-year-olds. And yeah. Stetson went to the first game. They just want to have fun. Yeah. They just want to run. They don't care if they're going the right direction or not. It's not my job. They don't even to care if they're them. playing football. You just say run. Exactly. Like, Hell yeah. It is not my job to teach them what a swinging gate formation is. Yeah. It is my job to teach them to grab the football and run in a specific direction. And that is it. So, I mean, yes, in a way, mostly it sucks that you're having that bad PE. Pee wee coach is basically what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that hopefully, like, honestly, I'm we need to make it happen where we can get Jeremy on for a podcast or something. And that way you can solve that. Him up yeah. Again. Well, that way you can, uh, you can ask. On, honestly, I wouldn't show up for that podcast. Yeah, well, honestly, okay. game warden, like, I no. if we're, if we're going to meet halfway, then you need to meet yeah, halfway you where you can ask involved. whatever question you want to ask. And everything is on the table, and you ask whatever you want to ask. Mm-hmm. We need you here, but you don't need to be aggressive where it makes the game more exactly. aggressive. Yeah. It's all like, body tone. So I hate all of you. You walk up to a lion, and he's, like, all ready to pounce. And, of course and, you're going to be upset. And and that's the thing, too, is that, like, usually – now, if, it, if, if it's a cop or something like that, like, usually I'm kind of a dick myself. But with game wardens, I've never been – I've always been nice, you know what I mean? But it's always them that's been that way towards me. You know what I mean? So why are you like to like cops? like like we had that that bad experience whenever we were out at Meredith, mm-hmm. you know, with him having me to step out of the vehicle and all this different stuff and all this crap, you know, and searching me and all this. So it's like one of the first stuff. things you say to a game warden. And the other thing What did is, you say? What do you is, want? Is, Hold on. No, I no, I said hi. I said, hi, what's the problem? You know, already asking about the problem. I was like, hey, what's going on? No, already I, thinking no. there's a problem. I wasn't, I wasn't mean to him. I, he, he had come up, he, he had, he had stopped. I think it was like he, he had got out of his car and I hadn't even had the interaction with him yet. And he told me to get out of the vehicle. So gotcha. immediately I was like, okay, I'll get out of the vehicle. And then think like, of him is, uh, and so I stood against the car and so, and then him, he was, he walked up. And then uh, he said, how's it going? You know, and I was being nice to him, too. I was like, I'm, you know, good. You know, we're just out here hunting and all this different stuff. You know, I just dropped my friend off over here, you know, and I'm, I'm driving the truck around to go pick him up over there. You know so he's I mean? got three questions. Mm-hmm. His questions are your firearm, for mm-hmm. one, your hunting license, mm-hmm. and if you ever hunter education. Yeah. Did he ask those three no. questions? The first question he asked was, are there any weapons on you? So that's one of the questions. That's one of the questions. <laughs> so, so do you have any weapons on you? And I said, no, my shotgun's in the back of the truck. So then he searched me. So I was up against the car, and he searched me. And I was like, okay. And then... Did he touch you inappropriately? No, he didn't touch oh, me inappropriately. Okay, well then... <laughs> no. What's the problem? No. And then he said... And then the second was, um, what are you out here hunting for? And I told him, I said, uh, we're, we're hunting deer. My friend is tracking a deer right now. And he told me to drive the car over here and meet up with him. And he's like, okay. And then he asked, do you have your hunting license? And I was like, yes, I have my hunting license. So then he so, asked three. So, well, that's only two. What's, what was the second one? That's two of the three. That's the, two the, of the, the three. The third one is that's a hunter education. The, that's two of the three. But then he asked. Oh, wait. He asked three questions, but I was saying the three questions that a game warden will ask is your firearm, mm-hmm. if you have your hunting license, 
And if you have your hunter education. Which he did, because he asked, do you have your hunting license or hunter education? No, he, no, he, he just said hunting license. He, he, he hadn't oh, okay. had okay. brought up the hunter's education okay. thing Sorry, yet. sorry, sorry. Slow, my bad. Slow down, my bad. So, so We're still good. my thing, though, is is that like the whole time that the interaction's happening and that I'm talking to him, he's being rude to me the entire time. The way what he's, was he doing? The, Spitting the, on your shoes? The way, the way he's asking me and things like that. You the know? tone of voice. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. With. It's not even just the tone of voice. So is it white people? No, 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 no. See, he's making a joke <laughs> about it, but I'm like, serious. Like, okay. It wasn't, Sorry. it wasn't like, um, like it wasn't a tone of voice where like, you know, a cop is going to be stern with you, you know, like why were you speeding and all this different stuff. He was genuinely trying to be a dick and try to find something out about me you know what i mean and i understand that you know like and, but i'm genuinely being nice to the guy but he's being rude to me and the tone of his voice is is a whole nother level like above you know being yeah. being just stern with somebody you know what i mean like it was more of like you know like uh one of those things where it's like well, what the hell are you doing out here like why are you even out here you know like I mean? he thinks his like, shit doesn't like, stink. yeah exactly like that so after that interaction happened, he looked at my, my license and stuff like that, and he's like, then he brought up the hunter education. He's like, you do not have a hunter education course. And I said, well, I'm, I'm not hunting right now. Like, I just dropped him off, and I'm going to drive the truck around to meet up with him to pick mm -hmm. him up. And, like, I didn't even have the gun in my hand, nothing. It was in the backseat. And he was right. just like, no, like, he's like, you need to have a hunter's education course if you're even going to be out here. And so he wrote the citation right there. Uh, and then it's it's almost night and day. And you could see it plain as day. As soon as he went up to Stetson, even though Stetson like had his stuff out already and everything like that, the guy changed his tone immediately as soon as he saw Stetson. Because Stetson isn't like me, you know, and I'm not saying it has anything to do with race, but the tone changed completely when he saw Stetson and, you know, what he looked like and all this different stuff. As soon as he went up to Stetson, Completely different tone. Hey, how's it going? You know. You, yeah. You, 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 okay. He's like, so, he's like, you get anything out here? You know, asking him. You being friendly. Yeah. He goes, what's being going? Is, okay. friendly with him? Yeah. Because whenever he came up to me, he was like, hey, how's it going? Mm -hmm. I said, it's going all right. And he's like, he's like, you walking somewhere? I said, yeah, I'm trying to find my buddy that's in the white truck. And he said, oh, okay. He said, I just talked to him. And I was like, all right. And he was all like, uh, can I see your hunt? Your hunting license it's question one i said yeah so here it is and he said okay he said he looked at it of course on my hunt license it shows my hunter education. education and so he looked at it he said all righty and he said what are you hunting for i said humans no <laughs> <laughs> i said i'm hunting deer right now and he said okay and he said what are you shooting session 30 out six and he said all right that's fine and uh, he said have y'all been seeing anything he said yeah i said actually i'm stalking a buck going at it and i said and i'm waiting for my buddy to pick me up so i've already pretty much made it clear that a radio wouldn't even hunting yeah but of course that's already came and gone yeah and so of course honestly in reality if you are out there whether or not you're hunting or not you're on public land hunting land hunting area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you that, probably yeah, yeah. need your hunter education yeah but so and he was like oh okay he said well he said, all right. He said, he just sat there and we were sitting there talking a little bit. And he's just like, big gulps, huh? It's like, all right. See you later. Yep. See you later. No, so he it. took off. And that was yeah. it. And I was like, man, that was a pretty nice guy. And I walked in and I said, hey, did you talk to that guy? I was like, that guy's a pretty nice guy. And the radio was like, 
fuck that guy. <laughs> and then he told me his story, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Sorry. But it was like one you of those. You were like, whoa, Travis? Yeah. Travis is a good guy. Yeah. 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 And so we go way back. Like, it's, we go to We go two minutes back. It's almost, it's almost like if uh, we saw somebody, like, picking on somebody that we knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you'd go up and be like, what the fuck are you doing talking oh, yeah. to him like that for? Yeah. And you then he's I mean? like, whoa, 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 Like, hold on, hold on. Like, if you guys I didn't had, know y'all I think, were friends. I think if you guys had been there to me and he acted the way he did with me. Yeah. Uh, one of upset. you guys probably would have said something. Oh, yeah. I would have said something. Yeah, like, why sure. the fuck are you talking to him like that for? You know what I mean? And it's kind of one of those those interactions. Honestly, that's the reason why we're bringing up, not necessarily mm-hmm. trying to shut you down. This is the reason why we're bringing up, you know, different things to contradict. Exactly. Because of the fact that we have a duty as a podcast mm-hmm. to not necessarily negate the fact that there are people that are assholes but to also stipulate that there are people that are good people. Just yeah. don't let so, that one exactly. altercation. So we have to justify the 99% that you dealt with the 1%. Mm-hmm. So not to say that you didn't deal with that asshole because I can completely, you're Understood. one of my best yeah. friends. I completely yeah. agree with you that you know but that, see, that but, but But the problem though is, is that you're, you're, you go back and you say that, that I had that 1%. No, it's like seventy percent of the time. Whenever I deal with the game wars, I understand that. they're 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 a dick. And you know what I mean? That's now why. there has been one time where where they were cool with me, and it was actually I think Stetson's uncle or cousin, the one that was in New Mexico. Yeah, that was like Joe. I went up there and I that talked to him, Bryan. and he was actually nice to me. He talked to me. He's like, "Well, this is why you got this citation," but he's like, "Just so just, if we got him on the podcast, but he's would like, you he's, be here? Yeah. Well, yeah." And then he was okay. like, "He's like, see, he's like." You just needed to hang it up in your window. You didn't have it up in your window. You had it down here, like, on your radio or something like that. You, you had it in the car. He's like, and you're showing me that you had it. That's fine. He's like, just go to the courthouse and they'll cancel it or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It was a it was a simple interaction. It was an education. And, and I was educated because I was like, okay, well, okay, now I'll put, it, on the yeah, I'll put it on my window from now on. You know what I mean? And I know that going back. But this guy is, is something that I'm worried about, too, is that, like, if, if 50% of the time you run into a guy like that, you're Still never you, you're never gonna go back hunting again there. Right. You know what I mean? And that's ruining it for, for the next generation. Yeah. But yeah. So what so if we get Joe on the podcast you'll come? Yeah. You'll do the one with the yeah. Okay. But is he he's not a game warden though, is he? He's, he's a, a game, game warden. warden. Oh I thought he was a park ranger. He is he's New game Mexico warden. game warden. <laughs> Which, that's all, that's with all, all they, their regulations. Yeah, Good and they're, they're more straight than Texas. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that Joe Blow that See, all of a sudden... Well, I shouldn't say Joe Blow because it's Joe Bland. <laughs> that's his <laughs> name <laughs> of the other one. But John Doe, this John Doe over here yeah. that was harassing you, he honestly is in one of the most lenient states oh, yes. for mm-hmm. hunting. So he, and I didn't, realize he didn't that have a right to, to be a dick like that. Now, as far yeah, Colorado, New Mexico, New Mexico especially. Oh, yes. What I've been talking about. They are super straight. Super. And Joe is super chill. He's mm-hmm. a good dude. But he follows all the laws. He is a hunter himself, so he reads everything. He mm-hmm. knows the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Which is, if I was a game warden, I want to, I want to feel also, like I would be the best of both worlds. But if I was a game warden, I'd probably be a dick. Maybe that could... <laughs> well, no, maybe that could be the reason why... You've dealt what you just said could be a reason why you've dealt with all assholes. Maybe the ones that he's dealt with aren't hunters too. 
Yeah. They're just game wardens. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because all the game wardens that first. I've dealt with and have great experiences with are also hunters. Yeah, could be. And then Jeremy, I don't know if he's a hunter or not, but he's just a good dude. Like mm-hmm. he's just super nice. And he would didn't he go to school with you guys over in Perryton? Who? Jeremy? No, he's probably maybe five, six years older than us. So, but, but I Perryton. don't think he went to Perryton. Jeremy, who? That's he what, moved there. That's what your dad said. That's the only reason why I asked. I don't know how the stuff my dad says. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> he's not going to listen to the yeah, podcast. No, he doesn't, he doesn't if care. If he does, he'd be like, what do you say? And then he just carry on. I play it on the, I play it on the way to work because I'm like, I just want to make sure that everything sounds good. The sound is all quality. Sounds great. Turn it off. <laughs> trying to sleep. I'm like, I don't care. You're in the passenger seat. Yeah, let us listen to the podcast. <laughs> don't you want to listen to your son? <laughs> He's like, no. He has a list of notes for you. You don't know it yet. No, no. <laughs> no I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so that kind of made a turn that I think may end up being for the better. Who knows? But... But you're cool. still hunting. So you're still hunting. Yeah. Radio's We're still, still having hunting. a good time. We're still having a good time. And who knows, maybe the next time. If a game warden shows up, hopefully me and Chase are yeah. there. <laughs> or if not one of us are there. Yeah, yeah. It will make it comfortable for you, big guy. No, if I see a game warden, I'm running. <laughs> All right. Oh, <laughs> well, then now you're automatically <laughs> going to piss him off. Like, as soon as his truck rolls up, I'm shooting two shots at no. his truck. Okay, now you're... Whoa, 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 game, If whoa. we're ever hunting together, me and you <laughs> alone, and a game warden shows up, I'm going to let you talk to him first. That way I can... Mm-hmm. Observe. Observe. Yeah. But also, in the same sense, I'm not going to let him be a dick, but also I'm not going to let you be a dick. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to sit back and let you talk to him first because me, I'll be like, "Whoa, what's going on?" I'll this is this is true. It's gonna be very hard for me because big. I'm one of those. I'm like, "Hey, how's it going? How's your mom and him?" Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think. But that's if he's white. <laughs> God dang! Now I gotta edit it. Yeah, this is going so good. Now I gotta edit this thing. Damn it! <laughs> no, I mean he could be different deals, but. Different deals. deals. You can't even <laughs> say other. Oh God! You just made it worse. You don't even realize it. God. Uh, but alrighty, we'll we'll catch you guys in a couple weeks. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook. Um, let us know if you guys ran into anything bad like that. And like I said, give us. Here's a good thing: is give us a list of questions. That whenever we get Joe on here, that we can ask a game warden. Any question that you've wanted to ask a game warden, go on to Facebook. We'll make a post, comment on it, and give us your list of questions. That way we can ask these actual questions and you can actually get your questions answered. That way, because I don't know if you're like me and Stetson have had great things, or if you're like Aurelio and have dealt with you know nothing but assholes. We don't know, so... Give us your questions, and uh, don't forget to go on to YouTube, subscribe onto that stuff, and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Engage. Engage on this podcast. Yes. Please engage. Engage on the Facebook. Yep. Engage on anything. Just engage. Mm-hmm. For sure. But we'll catch you guys in a couple weeks, so you guys take care. Bye.